This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Searching for gifts for guys can be difficult because, honestly, they don't like what you're buying them. So put down the ugly tie and get him a man crate. Man crates take stuff guys love, like machetes, beef jerky, and video games, and packs them into wooden crates and ships them right to their door. They come with a crowbar so they can pry the box open themselves. Find a great gift for every type of guy, whiskey drinkers, bacon lovers, even zombie survivalists. Go to mancrates.com slash stew to find the perfect gift for every guy you know. Mancrates.com slash stew. Back 888 727 beck It's Pat and Stu. Welcome to the start of a brand new week, and uh, we're, we couldn't be happier about it. Oh, couldn't be happier. We're just, we're just tickled pink. <laughs> and literally, I, like a, this shirt was blue coming into the day, but I'm so tickled it turned pink. Or whatever shade this is, actually. Probably didn't even look pink on TV. Is it pink? Would you call that pink? It looks it's just like you, a, just, you just did. Like a peach or something. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. If if you'd like to get in touch with us, and uh, comment on anything that's going on. How the Eagles do yesterday? I didn't watch. I don't watch football. Hmm. Usually, it's on weird because usually Wait, you watch on the how weekends? the Eagles do. Uh, not on the weekends. Yeah, like no? I'll watch it on Thursday. Huh. If if a game's really? on a Thursday, I'll check it out. Yeah, they lost. Just to update uh, you. What? Probably yeah. not. Eagles uh, lost. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. So. Uh, handily. Uh, I'll, you know, wasn't. Uh, got their brains kicked in. Was kinda, not kinda not kinda on like. the level of the uh, Packers. Uh, uh, not on that level. Not of on that down, level. But it was pretty ugly. The Eagles are safely in that area of. Better than most teams in the conference, but not the elite. They are safely right. in that they mid-range. Can beat, they like, can beat everybody, but like Green Bay, Seattle, Seattle, like which we showed yesterday. Yeah. So uh, probably, probably New England. Yeah. If like, it came yeah. To that, they're stepping up. Know, they're they're but, in that next rung. And and look, the, mm-hmm. you know, when you have Mark Sanchez as quarterback, I don't know that you can hope for more than that. Was he awful yesterday? I didn't really watch the game. I just know he was pretty bad. Was uh, he? You know, he's he's a serviceable guy. As you're watching that, you're watching the Eagles, and we won't, we won't spend too much time on football, but they're that type of team that's like a system team. Mm-hmm. Like they their team, they're well coached. Their system is solid. Mm-hmm. They they don't have unbelievable players, so like they can't they can't do those things that you know only Calvin Johnson can do. I don't know. Like some of the players are pretty unbelievable. McCoy is the only McCoy one. McCoy is in that great, category. but again, he didn't great. have any room to run in that game. So yeah. uh, you know, it was just one of those games. I, like I just don't think they're on that level, unfortunately. But you know, look. Mm. That being said. If they can win next week and maybe win out, they could very well get a bye in the playoffs. And then if they, you know, you're winning one home game and you're in the championship game, and then anything can happen, right? Mm-hmm. Green Bay and Seattle could knock one of them was going to knock the other one out, possibly. And, possibly. you know, things can happen. So you hope to get into the playoffs, and then who the hell knows? Yeah, and then whatever. Right. Yeah. I, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I and mean, I don't have a lot of confidence. They still well, need they, to solve that quarterback. They should be pretty confident about next week, right? you got the Cowboys coming in. They've already defeated them hard. This is when they lose, though. I'm a long-term Eagles fan. I'm not new with this game, Jeffy. Okay? <laughs> this is when they lose. This when you think, oh, well, they're going to win that game. That's that when they lose by 40. 
<laughs> so don't give me this. I know what happens here. I'm on to you, Eagles. <laughs> and you didn't have your, your Packers play tonight, right? Right. Packers and, uh, by the way, Falcons. Uh, Falcons, Keith Malinak, our phone screener's favorite team. Uh, so you, you want to talk first about... First place in their division, 5-7. and seven. <laughs> Nice. 5-7, and seven, first place. Uh, it's kind of fun because yesterday I saw a... And we're not going to, I mean, really delve deeply into, although we already have uh, NFL football, but... Uh, I was watching an interview yesterday with uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch, who never, never does interviews, interviews, right? Never talks to the press, never even get breathes a word to reporters. He just doesn't want to. He, and and so the guy asked him yesterday. Apparently, a really good friend of his. He finally caved and and granted him an interview. And the guy first question was why Why did you agree to to uh, an interview with me? And he said because you're my brother. So anyway, he apparently likes this guy, and. And he, this, the guy asked, why don't, you, why don't you talk to the media? He said, I, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I love that. He said, I just, I, I just want to play football. I love football. I want to play football, and I don't have anything to say. And you'd say, you know what, that's his right if that's what I mean, he wants to do. that's great. I Although, like it. Although, unfortunately, it's not. And it's that's not. why Apparently, he's faced 100,000 fines. Yeah. But Which is BS, by the way. If he doesn't want to talk, he shouldn't he be shouldn't able to. Shouldn't have to talk. Have to talk. And if he if he's forced to talk, then let him go out there and say one word answers until they stop asking. Yeah, and um, he, he should do that. Yeah. But it's he's an interesting guy, and 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 uh, I liked what he said about other running backs in the league. They asked who who do you uh, model yourself after, and he said, "Oh, there's there's a lot. There's a lot of great running backs in the NFL, and you know, a lot of these guys have such an ego that they won't recognize anybody else's talent. But he really did. He's uh, Adrian Peterson, Ray Rice said he's missing them both. Um, uh, Sean McCoy, he mentioned him, said the things Shady can do, like nobody can do. So, I mean, it was just kind of an interesting, somewhat related uh, story to the Eagles. But I, I thought that was a nice, refreshing, because so many of these guys are like, I'm the best and I don't care about anybody uh, you, else. You mean like LaShawn McCoy? Like LaShawn uh, McCoy. <laughs> yes, he pretty much says that. Yeah, he does. Um, uh, I just hope that he spent a good amount of time on uh, his hands being up and not being shot. Um, did he say that he can't breathe at any point in the interview? Did not say either of those things. But we didn't. I guess we only saw five out of the 25 minutes, so maybe later he did say that. <laughs> this is the big thing right now in football, in which you make a, a statement on a case mm -hmm. you know little to nothing about. And you uh, know why that is. You have to, because... Racism is so deeply rooted in our society. Oh, my gosh. Especially in the NBA and the NFL, where we pay millions of dollars uh, to uh, people who go and, and, and play sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> Only about 90% of the NBA is black, and about 75% of the NFL is black. That's it, though. So they're way underrepresented. What about the rest of the 25%? Way. Sometimes Why? there's white people. Let me ask you this. Why do they allow white people in? That's a good question. That's, that's a question that's a I'd like answered. Question. Why are white people allowed in the NBA? Are um, there not enough good black people to fill the NBA? <laughs> Is that what we're saying? Why are they even allowed? Why are they considered? Why does Dirk Nowitzki have a Why job? Why does he get to play? Oh, he's from Germany. Okay. That's why? Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Why does he get a job? Germany, the 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 home of Nazism, we give of the world. Dirk Nowitzki a job? Why? Yes, he can play basketball better than other people, but so what? Mm -hmm. uh, is he white? Yes, so you're out, mm -hmm. Dirk. Kevin Love, that? get him yes. out. Yeah, get him out. Uh huh.
I can't think of any other white guys, but if there are any, get them out. Get them out immediately. Are there other white guys in the NBA? Or oh, my God. I think spectrum. that's it. I think, I think that's really it. Want. I think we've nailed pretty <laughs> much Nitsky. all of them. But. And, and let's not forget Lock. a few years ago, Adrian Peterson, who, uh, you know, struggling to get back into the NFL right now, uh, described being in the NFL as modern-day slavery. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Jeez. So, Man, yeah. is that dumb. That yeah. is dumb. Yeah. But I, I don't understand. Like, look, I, I think there's this general, like, sense of you are trying to stand up for someone in your, the community you feel like you're drawing attention to something important and look as an athlete your job is not to sit here and dissect the uh, grand jury testimony and and the facts of a case I, thank heaven i thank god thank god i get that and i understand mm -hmm. it but when you're coming out in a, in a situation that is very controversial you have a duty to be able to go in there and say look i at least am familiar enough to make a case in in my uh, on my behalf, on the case, you know, of what I'm wearing on my freaking T-shirt or on my sneakers. And it's like, well, if you don't even know the basics, if you don't know that there's not even an accusation, like, with the exception of people like Al Sharpton blabbing, there's not even an accusation of racism. No. Uh, I mean, you know, everyone now is latching on to that, but that was not why they thought these things happened. They, you can say the grand jury testimony is tasked with saying, okay, well, all right, like, did the officer do the right thing? The, the, the grand jury was not tasked with, um, well, look, how racist was this guy? Because there's no evidence of these, uh, of these guys being racist. Mm -hmm. No evidence of it. So, you know, I, I, I have a problem with it because you're trying to take this, you're trying to take my escape and turn it into yet another realm for someone to tell me how racist everybody is. When three times as many people that are white get shot by officers every year than are black. And it's like, you can't live in that society and have these arguments. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. Let's be honest about it. It's, they're dumb arguments. They're dumb arguments that aren't based on things. They're based on past things, mm -hmm. but they're not based on current things. And while there are, of course, cases and you have to, there are outlying cases and things do happen and there are bad cops and all that nonsense, all the disclaimers we have to put in here, of course that's true. But when you're talking about a societal epidemic, it's just dumb to say it's, it exists. We it doesn't. We shouldn't have to do the ridiculous disclaimers because we eliminated, you know, smallpox. Are there still cases? Yes. We eliminated polio. We eradicated it from the earth. Are there still cases? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. There's always going to be a, a, an exception to these rules, and, and you shouldn't have to stop and say blah, 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 every stinking time. It's just ridiculous. But the president uh, informed us, I guess, over the weekend as to why we have to go there every single time because of, you know, the racist roots of this country. With something as, as deeply rooted as mm -hmm. uh, racism or, or bias uh, in, in any society, you've got to have vigilance, but you have to recognize that it's going to take some time and you just have to be steady. Yeah, you have to, it's going to take some time because, it's, as he's pointed out before, it's uh, rooted in the U.S. Constitution, uh, which it's really not. However, that's what he claimed. Um, but he also said that racism has... Uh, has gotten better in the last few years. We've, we've made a lot of progress. However, a Bloomberg politics poll published yesterday asked participants, do you think race relations have gotten better, gotten worse, or stayed about the same under the first black president? The result, 53% say race relations have gotten worse. Why? Because people have their eyes open now. Better than what I would have thought. That's uh, amazing. I mean, that's, that's amazing that most Americans recognize 
the truth. Now, 53% when you've got three choices is, is a pretty high percentage. It's a pretty high percentage. I, it doesn't say here what the uh, what stayed the same received under this, uh, and I don't know what. Maybe we should. Maybe we can look that up. What was the percentage of those who said it's gotten better, and what was the percentage of those who said it stayed the same? Because fifty three percent is high. That is really high when you got three cho three choices. Yeah. Meanwhile, Columbia Law School, uh, fortunately, has. Uh, they're reporting, reportedly letting students ask to have their exams rescheduled if they've been sufficiently impaired by the traumatic effects of the non-indictments handed down by grand juries in the Michael Brown and Eric Garner cases. And uh, that's a good thing, because any big news story that you disagree with, I think you should be able to retake an exam at every school, not just Columbia. And not just law school, med school, business school, even if you're not at a school. If I may take a, uh, a grand step in favor of dealing with racists here, mm -hmm. um, I think even if it predates the incident, if you took, <laughs> if you you. took, <laughs> if you you. took a test Thank you, in 1990, for, yeah. for example, and you're disturbed <laughs> by this, you should be able to go back and take that test. Well, because what was going to happen just shortly after 1990? Right. The whole Racist uh, Rodney racism. King, King Yes, Rodney right. King. You could have been on. You could you know, have sensed. People, dogs can sense earthquakes happening. Yeah. And people can sense racism coming. And here's the thing. Let's say you did poorly on a, uh, on a law school exam in 1990. And you're now retroactively granted <laughs> doing that over. Right. Well, now you're a janitor instead of a high-powered lawyer. You should be compensated <laughs> yes. for your by law the, by the government. career by the government having been flushed down the toilet by a future well, event. by the government and by just, <laughs> I would say, random white people. Yes. Just any white person any you white can person find you should have to, to pay you mm -hmm. for what you should have been able to accomplish when Ask you didn't. any white guy you happen to see. Have you been traumatized? Oh, yeah. You believe me. I have. It's <laughs> yeah. it a, a little work bit. in progress. It's right. a work in progress. But again, I think it's probably just because you're traumatized about Ferguson that that didn't Thank work you. perfectly. Or some future uh, event that may or right, may could, not happen. May or may not. So uh, I have those numbers for you. Yeah, oh, you do. You do. Okay, so good, Jeffy. Good way to go. job, the ladies yeah. and gentlemen. You know, let's give Jeffy. No, my computer just died. Oh. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know. Sorry. Oh, I love when Jeffy does things. Go ahead. It's so it's fifty-three percent say. Race relations have gotten worse under Obama. 36% stayed about the same. Holy cow! Almost nobody thinks they've gotten better <laughs> under a black president. Who, who says uh, We've made progress. Uh, gotten better, 3%. 3%? Got, gotten a little better, 6%. So 9 total. Not sure, 2%. So 9% say it, it's gotten a little bit better. Remember, this man wow. ran on the concept that he was wow. going to he heal these divides. This was yeah. his, I would say, main pitch. Yeah. I mean, his main pitch, and the main pitch to millions of white people who Gosh, voted for him, else. even when they didn't agree with his policies, because his policies were never that popular. But people were like, mm. you know what? It's a black president. You know, it's a great signal to send to yeah. this country and the world. We want to show that we're open to these things. You know what? While I'm not in love with the other guy, so let's we'll give him a chance. He was because supposed this to be transformational, right. right? He was going to transform the country. Exact opposite has happened. Wow, that's really. I would amazing. like to see what those numbers would be six years into Bush. 
2006, 2007, what would those numbers be? My guess would be that probably it's higher than 9% would say oh, things I have improved. Yeah, I'll bet it Because has. I think, you that know, they kind of had. People weren't, dealing, weren't, weren't mm-hmm. thinking about it as much. It wasn't the excuse for everything. Now we're back to that place where every single thing is because of race. Yeah. Every single thing is because of sexism. Every single thing is about these same problems that they used to deal with in the 60s and Chris Matthews has bumped, you know, tattooed on him somewhere. And it's like, I'm sick of the same issues. There are different mm-hmm. d- descriptions as to why these things occur. And, uh, you know, just because someone likes lower taxes does not mean that they hate all black people. It's shocking. I know. Goes in the flies in the face of every single thing. Do you have actual research on that? I do not. Jeffy, can you get those numbers too? <laughs> yes, I will. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. There's more patents too that's inevitable. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Saturday Night Live has actually noticed, as have we, that Al Sharpton maybe isn't the sharpest teleprompter reader in all of television. Really? Yeah, he might be. I don't know, second or third or something. Um, but he, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's sharp. He is sharp, just not the absolute sharpest in all of television. Okay. So what? Number two? Eh, ish. Two ish. Two Th- three. three. Four, certainly no lower than five or six hundred. Okay, and I agree with that. Five or six hundred thousand. Yeah, well, yeah. I, in, I would say he's in the top fifteen million television people. That, only on air, though, not not on really. the air. Yes, okay. Okay. yes, on air television personalities of today. Right, not of right. all time. Not of all time. No. <laughs> Let's uh, take a look at what SNL did with him. Now, what happened in Ferguson has come to New York. This Eric Garner decision has upset me so much that in three days I have gained over 100 pounds. (laughs) The world agrees. The grand jury's decision was Dubois. Excuse me, dubious. Now, all over the country, there are protests. And for the first time in my life, everyone agrees with me. Folks are high-fiving with me. Inviting me places. This must be what it feels like to be Beyonce. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Either way is clear. The grand juries in both New York and Slosis, excuse me, St. Louis, <laughs> have a lot to answer for. But not everyone agrees that our country has a twaddled, excuse me, two-tiered justice system. <laughs> This week, a photo was taken that has touched so many people. It shows Portland Police Sergeant Brett Barnum hugging a young Pharrell Williams. And I thought, we need more of this kind of outreach here in America, which is why I went to the streets of New York to hug a police officer myself, and I got this picture. Look at him. He's so happy. The only problem with that is he corrected himself and got yeah, it right. Exactly, I was thinking the same thing. And he never does. Yeah, he never knows. He would have said such law. What was it? Uh, Dubois. He would have yeah. said Dubois for and the next thirty going. shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. He is horrible. Uh, meanwhile, family member of twenty-eight-year-old uh, Akai Gurley, an unarmed man shot and killed by a rookie police officer in a public housing stairwell, reportedly speaking out against 
Al Sharpton and accusing him of exploiting the death. They said Al Sharpton came in, put his name on the situation, but has not even made one single call to the parents to Akai. Uh, that's according to the aunt uh, in the family. Said uh, he's doing what he's doing for money and political gain. I mean, good for them for realizing that. Sharpton and his, uh, of course, Sharpton defended himself, and so did his people, saying Sharpton and his team have been supporting us since day one. We absolutely want him to attend the wake and funeral. That's according to uh, the daughter. Is that according to uh, yeah, Kimberly Ballinger, Gurley's uh, domestic partner and mother of his daughter? Okay, so, you know, it depends on, I guess, which family member you believe. Uh, I tend to think Sharpton's exploiting the situation, as he always does, um, for racist purposes a lot of times. And yeah, yeah, but you're one of these Republicans. You're a racist against this immigration well, thing, I've noticed. Yeah. You, you are not for the president doing whatever he wants for immigration, for example. That's and that's a big indicator of somebody of who's a racist. incredible racism. Yeah. When, mm -hmm. when someone says they don't want a black president, mm -hmm. a black president, to do whatever he wants, what does that say? It says that you don't want says that I'm, I, a black person. I think he should be bound by constitutional um, Oh, for the first dictates. time, this guy over here, now that we have a black president, has discovered his love for constitutional law. I mean, does anybody believe this? Does anybody believe this is my question. Uh, so luckily, never brought it up before this guy. No, never. I never have. We've never never brought it, Never even mentioned the Constitution. Uh, so Trey Gowdy was, uh, was doing <laughs> yet another interrogation um, uh, last week. and He's so uh, good at this. The executive director of the National Immigration mm -hmm. Law Center kind of tried to throw this uh, this idiotic point I was just making about Pat really out good. there. You know, hey, uh, is it racism? Watch what happened. Among many limitations in life is my inability to glean other people's motives or be able to read their minds. Mm -hmm. I could have sworn in response to a question you received from Mr. Cohen, you suggested race was the basis for why we may have this constitutional perspective. Did I understand you correctly? I believe I was responding to the question about is there is there an explanation about why? Well, let me offer another explanation to you, okay? Not a single Republican who is here right now ever served under a Republican president. Not one. So I hope I do live long enough to hold a Republican president to the exact same standard that I'm holding this one. But for you to run to race as the explanation for why we hold the position that we do. Harry Reid had a very different perspective on recess appointments when there was a Texan in the White House, mm -hmm. and none of us accused him of geographic discrimination. In fact, hell, for that matter, Senator Obama had a different perspective on executive overreach than President Obama, and nobody runs to race as an explanation for that. Mm -hmm. So I would just caution you to be careful when you try to import motives to people. Wow. With that, what are the limits of, of prosecutorial discretion? It's great. <laughs> so great. This whole, that whole exchange was great. It really was. Uh, Trey Gowdy is that's why, brilliant. Yeah, that's why I'm understanding he was a pretty good prosecutor. I bet he was. <laughs> oh, you can see it. Yeah. I mean, you can see it. I, I, I just wish he would run for a higher office than U.S. congressman. I really do. Uh, senator would have been a good place to start. Yes. Yeah, but no when would he run for senator? What year? Um, but uh, was it last? Was it this last? The current year we're in. This current year. Oh, wow, that's an This last election, like on November, was it fourth or sixth? Mm. The one we just had, right? Where Lindsey Graham ran. What I would have liked to have seen <laughs> instead of Lindsey Graham winning in a landslide was Trey Gowdy winning in a landslide. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, agreed, and that would have been really, really nice. Oh. Man. Um, 
Let's uh, watch some of this uh, ABC stuff with de Blasio, because this is all on the same front. There's all these accusations of racism. Again, this is, as I was saying, it's the explanation for everything that goes on. And one of the problems with the, the de, Blasio, de Blasio thing is he said that he's worried about his own son with the NYPD. Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. Watch. Are you really worried that your son is at risk from your own police department? Look. I Look. want to say it the right way because I think there's so much misunderstanding here. Oh, okay. Is there why? I wonder what why. parents have done for decades mm -hmm. who have children of color, especially young men of color, is train them to be very careful when they have a connection with a police officer, when they have an encounter yeah, no with a police officer. Would ever do that. No. It's different for a white child. It's just way? the reality in this country. It's true. Can and, we stop there for uh, just a second? Very early early on. On. Just, can yeah, we, can I'm, we pause? I'm with you on this <laughs> For just a second because he's right. I have always told all six of my kids, you go crazy. You go absolutely stark, raving nuts when the cop pulls you over. Yeah. You just go ballistic on them. Don't you be careful. If you're careful, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. You don't have I to I want be you careful. to spit in their face. I want you to yell expletives at them. I want you to call them pigs. I want you to run around naked, screaming obscenities. I want you to endanger other people. I want you to carry a weapon illegally around them and wave it in front of their face and laugh at them. That's what I want you to do. Yeah, yeah. Don't be careful in front of a cop. Never, Don't do it. Never. Ever. All I simply say How is, stupid is that? stab first. The first reaction Ask to any officer, later. you just stab first and see what happens. <laughs> in is the that incident. what you're telling Zach just, now? You just take a knife out yeah. just start randomly stabbing like you're in psycho. That's what white people do. And, yeah, wee, that's what we wee, do. And, it, wee, and this wee, is the thing. Wee, de Blasio wee. is trying to make the point that when wee. white people start stabbing police officers, nothing happens to them. They're no, able to run free right. moments later. Uh, but when black people uh, even talk back or do anything, they're it's very bad, apparently. They're shot immediately. Um, and this is interesting. When you watch this, He's trying to make this really intellectual point about the, our race relations in this country. And for generations, parents have had to teach their young children of color about how to deal with police officers and to be very careful. And, and what he's actually describing here is called parenting. Yeah. <laughs> parenting. What you do with your child of any color is to explain to them how to minimize danger and terror in their lives. If you're going to start stabbing police officers, your life is going to suck. If you're going to grab for guns inside of police officers' cars, your life is going to suck. If, yeah. for example, mm -hmm. you happen to be walking down the middle of the road and the police officer tells you to get out of the middle of the road and instead you go into his police car and have an altercation with him, your life is going to suck. White, black, or any other color. It won't this suck for parenting. long, though. That's a good thing. It won't suck for it long. Will, it will be it's a short. It's going to be vastly <laughs> shortened. Unfortunately, uh, absolutely true. Mm -hmm. uh, but should be expected. When you touch an officer's gun, these are the consequences. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. Like it or not, it's mo mo your most likely outcome when you grab for a police officer's gun. Guy's a freaking nightmare. Uh, let's watch it's this what, again. again yeah. it's, before we go into this, this is not Chris Matthews. This is the mayor <laughs> of the biggest city in the country. The mayor of New York City is saying that you have to teach your children to be afraid of police officers. Is this guy? There if they're black. If they're black. Not even black. If they're people of color. Of color. I don't know what color they are. Could they be blue? He didn't mention that. He did not mention that. And that used to be, by the way, the problem with, well, saying people of color, what color are they? Yeah. What are you doing calling them colored people? What color are they? <laughs> now that's for that. Now it's totally acceptable. <laughs> Bizarre. All right, let's watch more from uh, Bill de Blasio. Yeah. So you really worry that your son is at risk from your own police department? Look, look. I want to say it the right way because I think there's so much misunderstanding here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what parents have done for decades mm -hmm. who 
who have children of color, mm -hmm. especially young men of color, yeah. is train them to be very careful when they have uh -huh. a connection with a police every officer and they have an encounter with a parent. police officer. Yeah. Every parent. It's different for a white child. It's not that's just the reality in this country. No, it's not. No, and it's not. Uh, with Dante, very early on, with my son, we mm -hmm. said, look, if a police officer stops look. you, do everything he tells you to do. Don't move suddenly. Oh, Don't reach for your cell phone. I tell him to do nothing. Because we knew, sadly, there's a anything. greater chance it might be misinterpreted mm -hmm. if it was a young man of color. What we're striving towards is a day when every child can be told equally not only are the police there to protect you, mm -hmm. but they're going to assume that the young person uh, is an innocent, law-abiding young person. That just is not always the reality today. And it's something uh, we have to overcome so we can actually draw police and community closer if, together. If you are the police commissioner in New York City, how pissed are you at this guy? If you're on the department, how much do you despise this guy and what he's doing to you and your, your image right now? He's tearing it limb from limb. Yeah, and I, I, I wow. fear for the day that Bill de Blasio may get remarried and have a white child because that child is in serious danger if he parents him the way he's describing. Yeah. If he does not tell his own white child that things that could go badly with an officer, if you act erratically, then he's a terrible parent. Anyone, anyone with any color child should be telling their children, hey, be respectful of police officers. Don't make situations worse. We talked about that situation the other day where I was at the uh, uh, fast food place. And because right. I'm, because I'm right. disgusting, uh, pulled into the fast food place to kind of uh, the next door parking lot to basically hide my uh, fast food eating. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't come From home with fast food. I just right. threw it out before I came home. So it looked like I hadn't eaten dinner. And then I could come home and eat dinner. Mm -hmm. this, is what, this is what people in this particular area oh, don't do. Oh, I'll, I'll lump you in. <laughs> You're lumpy enough. I will lump you in. Um, but the point is, I, an officer pulled up and, mm -hmm. and asked me about what was going on. Why and was yeah, I just Of course, sitting... you screamed, none of your freaking business, pig! Right, because I'm white. I, I don't understand any different. And your parents never told you not to they do that. They never told me. And the police officer said, oh. Like, you want to fight right now? Yeah, that's I right. have a gun. Right. And then he, the police officer said, oh, I'm sorry, you're white. I'll leave you alone. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's what happens for white people. But for black people, they should, I don't know, do what I did, which is, hey, uh, I'm just stuffing my face with this in and out, you know, sandwich. Um, I'm, you know, I'm just hiding from my wife. It's all good. Everything. Uh, good. So he dragged you out of the car by the hair. No, he, oh, he said, oh, all right, I'll see you. Yeah, because you're white. That's because that's what happens. Yeah. A black when, person, when you, he would have dragged him out of the car by the oh, hair. Actually, no, and, and, and to be honest, he told me to move along because he didn't think I should be parked there. Did he really? I think he said. I think he said he that. Really? Either way, I did it because I was like, I don't know, maybe I look. That would have kind of move along. Now that's a problem, right? That is a problem. Is, is it a problem to stop yeah. in somebody's parking lot? It's not a problem, but that's the thing. You you don't need to. You know, maybe maybe he didn't. I, I know I did it. I, f I feel like I remember thinking like now I just feel weird. <laughs> I <laughs> well, didn't feel weird possible. eating fast food in my own. Uh, <laughs> well, car, and you were. Yeah, but I was. Uh, but I and I didn't feel mm. weird telling that story on national television. But I I felt mm -hmm. weird at the time, so I left. Hmm. Sadly, I, that we did the first time you told it that we both went. Oh yeah, well we know what you're doing. Oh yeah, you guys done that a times. But that's the point. If you handle an interaction like that, mm. where you just basically say, oh, yeah, you know, no problem. I'm just, you know, eating. You don't, you don't say, how dare you ask me? Do I not have the right? Like, you get to that point, and you're going to wind up with an interaction that could go badly. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that, and you're going to be fine. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to it coming up. I, uh, it's true. I'm with you there a little bit. If we did say move along, that's problematic. Yeah, I think, I think that's problematic. I can't remember if we did now. I just remember wanting to exit from the situation because I felt pathetic. <laughs> well, you are. Me too.
that's not, there's a snowflake in the studio. That's a star. That's Jeff. It was a star. It is a star. What's the star doing up there? Where's the spoon, by the way? Star. Do we get the Christmas spoon? I don't think we have the people Christmas. People were sending in the Christmas oh, spoons. It's a new okay. Hallmark movie next year starring Jeffy, the oh, Christmas spoon. Uh, by the way, a ton of tweets. Saw a great as one. Well. You saw a great one? Yeah. A great Hallmark movie? Yes. What was it? Uh, starring uh, a friend of the network, Candace Bure, uh, who's been on with Glenn before. Uh, from Candace Bure. Is she from Full House? Full House? Yes. She's in all of them. She's in all of them. <laughs> and she's, she's I love them. All of them. I, I love them. What was it? This I think time, I saw it too. This time, Pat, the situation was that she was a businesswoman <laughs> yes. on the go. Yes. In this particular case, a doctor right. uh, mm-hmm. who uh, yes. she in Alaska. She yeah. <laughs> you can't well, believe you these over on me. First of all, she was Stu. a doctor. She was supposed <laughs> to go be a doctor in Boston, but that right. fell through. But the, well, her fellowship there it, it was taken through. by somebody else and uh-huh. fell through. And, and so the she, only opening, Pat, only opening is was in Alaska. Alaska. And, and it was Garland. Garland. Alaska, which is adjacent to Anchorage, but it's not really adjacent to Anchorage. No. It's far away from Anchorage. It's way far away. It's in the middle of nowhere, and there's just one business there, pretty it's much. It's kind of near the North Pole. If it I'm is. Not it's similar. It's close. You know. And there's just one shipping business there. That's pretty much all the business. It's a shipping business of toys. Yes, they ship toys. Yeah. And there's a guy yeah. there with a beard. Uh, and he's a little overweight. A little bit. Uh, and uh, he has a business. Yeah. He has some young workers around that are shorter. Shorter workers. Work, uh, and they dress mm-hmm. in green outfits at times. Right. But uh, she doesn't put any of that together. No, that uh, doesn't seem weird. And they but do also seems... have reindeer. They do. They do. They do. They take, take the, care of reindeer. Well, it's Alaska. It's Alaska. You That's what, what I mean? you do in Alaska. And it's kind of interesting because the town folks seem to have a secret. They do they seem, seem to, to have all a secret. share a secret. You know, that's Garland town. for you. That's and, Garland. Uh, that's what they keep and, saying. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then probably then, why they call it Christmas under wraps. Under wraps. And here's the thing: she goes there, <laughs> so okay, and they don't like her at first because she's not no, the doctor she's used a little to. Outsider. She's an outsider. She's from the big city. They don't like big city people. They're suspicious of the big city people. But she starts. Well, she saved uh, she saved one of the favorite reindeer in town, right? Oh, yeah, she did. Good. Yes. So she starts and, to come around. And then bit. people start to think, "Hey, wait a minute, this new doc is okay. Mm-hmm. She's all right in my book. First of all, she's pretty, and she can she can get her way around a, a medical she can do situation. Some yeah, she can do some even some veterinary work, right? <laughs> yeah, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Plus, she happens to take a, a hankering, yeah, if you will. Mm-hmm. To the son of the guy who owns the shipping business. You're not going to believe this. Who has the beard. Yeah. Now, you're not going to believe this. This guy picked her up from the airport. Uh, And they seemed to hit it off fairly quickly. Yeah, they did. Um, Which is shocking because you think this big city girl in Garland, Alaska, this isn't going to work. It's oil and water. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. But shockingly. Uh, they hit it things off. Happen. Yeah, yeah, they hit it uh, off. And, and, uh, she starts to like him as much as he likes her oh about boy. the time. Surprisingly, yeah. the fellowship in Boston actually comes through. So she has to leave Alaska. Oh, and, no. And there's a big decision to be made. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to reveal to you what decision <laughs> no, she makes. No, because Christmas under wraps will be seen about 38 more times right. between now and Christmas. <laughs> Can I guess? 
Go ahead. Yeah, take, take a, a guess. Take a take guess. A guess. We, we won't tell you if you're right or wrong. Tells that little piece of crap down in Alaska to drop dead and goes to Boston. Uh, that's, that's not a very good guess. Oh, I thought that was a different one. <laughs> no. That's the Jeffy tale. That's what would happen in the Christmas twist, which, by the way, that's pretty much what did happen in the Christmas twist. <laughs> so, that's Hallmark specials. Mm -hmm. they're, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. Christmas time. I love it. And then follow La La Lifetime, as yep. you've mentioned. ABC Family. Also there's all sorts of stuff. And, and I, you know, they all have that great um, sort of like the same soundtrack. Every one of them has the same piano music soundtrack of like kind of yeah. chintzy, like instrumental Christmas song, mm -hmm. uh, which they had to pay $12 for and use for every single one of them. Mm -hmm. I will say it's probably better than the Hillary campaign uh, soundtrack that no, they're working on. No, nothing's better than that. No, no? That's untrue. Nothing's better than that. Nothing is better than that. Nothing is can better Can we play than a that. clip of it and then yeah, we can... Yeah, and then you'll, you'll I'll be proved right. Okay. And you'll be eating crow. Here's the stand with with Hillary's song. Looking back in time, learning <laughs> how well, science always right. Yeah, we decided this was great on Friday. We came yeah. together and no way to find a moment we all can celebrate. Mm -hmm. So good. And now. It's 2016, and this time I'm a thinking, guys. Put your boots on and let's smash this ceiling. Look at it. Put your boots on and smash the ceiling. Yes, dude. Oh, God, that hurts. How do you swing down when you're smashing a ceiling? That's a good point. Look at that. And look at this way. This great She's caring, she's hardworking. Fights for the country and family. Here we go. The We Will Rock You Stomp. Clap Hillary. We will rock you. Yeah. You know it's gonna be successful when you do the uh, We Will Rock You hand clap stomp thing. Stand up with kangles. If you can stand on the kangles. Yeah. You know. If the I, swelling, the swelling sometimes keeps you from standing. <laughs> difficult. That is one of the worst. We got to spend more time on this because we're almost at a break. I really wonder this if deserves this, more. this this organization even supports Hillary. Seriously, like, <laughs> after watching that, that is so, know, so bad. bad. It is so. It makes so, me think so, so it's bad. like the Koch brothers started this organization to mock the campaign <laughs> of Hillary Clinton. It is that bad. Is that but bad? We've seen. We've seen. Uh, Hillary and Barack come through with things that uh -huh. are trying to be good that are not at all. True. In the last That's true. six or they're, seven years that are bad. They're seriously not good at this stuff. Right. I mean, as much talent as they have in their, in their camp, you would think they could come up with something so much better than that. Something. 888-727-BECK. We'll have more on this coming up. Hillary Stand She's a mom and a loving wife. She doesn't care about uh, 
her your husband life. cheating on her or your life. Uh, uh, we're working on it. Is there it. a pack rate conversion coming? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Plus, I heard from a uh, very talented guy who wants to help us with a parody, who actually has musical talent. Maybe we should get a hold of him. We can certainly we make it. Yeah, we could definitely do a song, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a parody. Someone? Parody songs yeah. are tough for so us many. to be able to pull off. Yeah. Of well, that song, is, the Hillary song, is so good, it'd be tough to make a funny parody out That's of that. It's, in all seriousness, it would be. That's so bad <laughs> that I don't know how you'd even parody it. It's almost it. a parody by itself. Yeah. It's so bad. That's why it almost doesn't seem like they made it for her. You know what it is? It's a lot like the, uh, remember the, the uh, Elizabeth Warren yeah. song? Let's, uh, let's remind you of what, <laughs> I mean, this, you be the judge. Is the Hillary song worse or this? Americans want our next president to be a woman. <laughs> hey, babe, here's looking at you, Senator Elizabeth Warren. The planet is warming and the power is shifting. Shifting. Yeah. Yeah. We need a leader who won't stand for all the Wall Street. <laughs> the lobby is grifting. Run, 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 this run. You gotta run. Pull the office and get the job done. Yeah. Run, run, run. Really good so far. Really good. You shoot straight and tell the truth that we've been chipped, squeezed, and hammered. People think that the system is rigged because it is. And it's time that we stand up. That's my favorite line. We've known so good. Been cheated and broken. Oh, man. We need a leader who won't stand for all the corporate bullies, political ponies. Run, run, run. run. Now you might remember we uh, did our own version. <laughs> Here's our version. We also think we should have someone named Elizabeth because we never have. More important people think the seas are rising because they are. People think there's income inequality because there is. <laughs> Global warming and climate change, climate chaos, climate catastrophe, because there is. <laughs> right? People think the guns are bad, because they are. <laughs> you gotta run, Liz, run, because you're a commie, run. Probably a mommy, run, Liz, run. It's a tsunami. People think that the rich are evil because they are. <laughs> they especially think that the Koch brothers are icky and they're right. <laughs> Some people think Obama's really perfect because he is. <laughs> and they believe it'll be even more important and perfect with Elizabeth Warren because it will. <laughs> really good. You gotta run, Liz, run because you're a commie. Run, Liz, run. You're probably a mommy. Run, Liz, run. It's a tsunami. Now. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's that's pretty, really pretty nice. Nice. Right? Again, a beautiful singing voice, as we've pointed out multiple times. Um, I, I will say the author of that song, you've got to be a little surprised that they weren't. Uh -huh. They didn't go through the trouble of, like, researching if they if she was a mom. Like, why put 
probably about why, why that's how you? much the person who wrote that cared. That's how much he cared about Elizabeth Warren. And I mean, probably? Why well, assume it? I mean, it, you probably look that up and find out for sure if she's a mommy or not. Let's look. Let's look right now. Um, I also like, too, in the real uh, Ready for Elizabeth song, mm-hmm. how they say they want Elizabeth Warren because they don't want lobbyist grifting. Um, you guys might want to look for someone else to solve that issue. Uh, she's not exactly the cleanest uh, person when it comes to that. And, of course, it was part of an administration that ran on getting rid of lobbyists and then employed about 76,000 of them. They are the nation's largest uh, employer of lobbyists about at this point. Um, and they broke that promise. It was one of the first things they did. Yeah. It was literally one of the first yeah. things upon taking office was to break the promise of no lobbyists. We can now officially declare that she's not just probably a mommy. She is a mommy. Wow, there two, you go. Two children. She has two children. So There you go. <laughs> I'm glad we did some so, research I mean, really on that the song, the song boy was correct, though. Yes. She's probably a mommy. Yes, whoever wrote that song was exactly, is exactly right. We don't have to retract that. No. <laughs> uh, coming up next hour, I want to take a look at, uh, I guess there's a new movie coming out, Ter- Terminator Genesis. Yeah. You heard about that? Yeah, I saw the, is it, we're going to have the trailer. Yeah. It looks, I was actually just confused by it, to be honest. Why? Uh, because there's like 19 time, like situations coming together at once. It's like you have the, like initially you were in a time in which someone from future came back to see you and then kill someone in the past to affect the future yeah but then later on in the series they went back and they were in the future and then they came back and corrected the past and now there's someone in the future who realized someone from the future went back to the past and they have to go back to the past to solve that situation from the future that started at the future in the first future from the original back in the Pat and Stu. Over the weekend, uh, we haven't even mentioned, we talked a little bit about the NFL. Just very quickly, the uh, uh, college football scene has been cleared up a little bit because they announced the four teams that will take place in the first ever FBS, uh, FBS division, the first ever playoff series, which is kind of weird because the division just under them, the FCS, does a 24-team playoff. But for some reason, they can't make it work. That's impossible. In, in, you can't do it. In the top division. Can't do it because it, it'll take too much time away from schoolwork. It'll give a rat's ass about the other guys in the lower division. They can, they can miss the whole year. I don't care. <laughs> but these guys can't miss a minute of study time. So transparent. Uh, so <laughs> ridiculous. So and then the other thing you'll hear, whoa, what about the bowl money? Well, like you're doing now, you still use the bowls yeah. just in the playoff system. How tough is it? Seriously. And outside the playoff system, too. Yeah. All the meaningless bowls are still meaningless bowls. Yes. It seems like the the teams like to go to them. It's good. It's a vacation for the teams. They get yeah. their little presents. The they fans like to game. go. People love to watch it. Right. We That's all right. watch them. Are you kidding me? A football playoff system in the the highest division of college would football would be much bigger than March Madness. Oh my gosh. Much bigger. Oh, I think so. And now and, and and let's you know we do actually have one. 
uh, now. It's just very small, and yes, I, I would like tiny, it to be bigger, but tiny. still. Uh, and it, you, and this is the yeah, this situation that came up this weekend. Where and it's already happened. Yeah. First year, big controversy. And I, right? look, I, 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 first of all, I think they actually got it right. I think, I think so the too. four teams I'm in there are the correct so four teams. So glad the Big Twelve was eliminated. I, I, I have Can't no, tell you how I have no allegiances I in college am. football like this. Like I don't, I don't I root do. for teams really. I, <laughs> I, I like watching it, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's certain teams I root against, but like I think that they did. The, I think they got the right four teams. I was blown away at uh, at the performance of Ohio State this weekend. That I actually thought they were going to lose to to a so did I. and they won fifty nine to nothing. Fifty nine, so they're included in the playoff system. So it's. It's uh, Alabama, mm-hmm. obviously, Florida State, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon so it's two. Alabama, Oregon, and then Oregon. Two is Oregon. Three Florida, Florida State, State, Florida State, Ohio State. Ohio State. And so, I mean, you know, look, I think I think they <clears> actually have got one, it right. four, two, three. Right. The two teams that were pissed off were TCU and Baylor, um, and from it, the Big Twelve, they were both very, they were both really good. Teams. Very good this year. Um, however. Uh, first of all, Baylor beat TCU, so immediately to me, TCU is out of it. I don't I, like to me. It's if they have the same record, that would be fair, right? Uh, to me, I think it is. I it's mean, an issue of fairness, you know, and, and you justice, know, inequality. To me, it's like you've got the team; they've already played each other. Yeah, they've already played each other. So Who did Baylor lose to? I they lost remember. to West Virginia. Okay. Um, now, and, and TCU did beat West Virginia, but but by one point. So I mean, it's not like I, I don't know. It's to me, there's no case for TCU. I, even though I don't know how they were three the whole time. I think Baylor didn't have a big win recently. So, but they got that this week with well, Kansas State. The controversy oh. is they beat Iowa State fifty-five to three and went from three to six. How does that happen? I think it's because. How does that happen? Be, I, to me, it's because Bizarre. the reason why they were ahead of Baylor before is because mm-hmm. they had one more big-time win. Right. Yeah. Um, which was against Kansas State. Well, now Baylor has that too, so no True. longer are they ahead. Yeah, that, that's how I looked at it. But the bottom line is, <clears throat> when you go when you go beyond that, should Ohio State be in? I think they were impressive enough to be in. I think they actually got the four the right. The championship I probably game made them impressive enough. I, I am fifty-nine to nothing against nothing. a really good Wisconsin team is amazing. I'm not it's a amazing. fan of Alabama, so I think I would have probably voted Oregon one because I was very impressed by their win. It was well against number seven Arizona. Yeah, they won they fifty-one to thirteen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, love your Missouri squad, of course. But again, that no. game was very close until halftime. Well, uh, actually, the fourth quarter. Was it fourth quarter? Really? It was 21-13 going into the, the fourth the, quarter. At the end of the third. I, like, they, they just, amazing. I, I'm just not as – now, Alabama will probably go and win it, but I'm not probably. as impressed by them. Right. I mean, I, that's not as imp- – like, winning against Missouri, who is the 16th-ranked team, but not in their, one of their big-time years. No. Um, and they, they come in, and they threw all the way to the fourth quarter – it's basically a really tight game. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was telling Jeffy, I like went out for five minutes. I came back and it was all of a sudden forty-two <laughs> to thirteen. But still, I know, it, was you know, it was a close game through mm-hmm. three quarters where you know Oregon had no trouble with the seventh team in the country, a team that other mm-hmm. people were saying might squeak into the playoffs. And it didn't. And, yes, and at the time this weekend, Wisconsin was ranked higher than Missouri against Ohio That's State. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw. It. I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy with the way. I, and the other thing too is people at TCU and Baylor, in particular, are all pissed off. They're not in. They're not in. Let's be honest about it. In every other year in college football history, you would have had no chance at all. And that includes also Ohio State would have had no chance at all. Mm-hmm. And most likely, I would say either Alabama or Oregon, because the other years, Florida State would have definitely been in this game going undefeated off of a championship. Yeah. So they would have only had two teams that played each other. It would have been Florida State versus either Alabama or Oregon. Most likely, Oregon would have been out of it every other year. Yeah. This year, you have an actual four-team thing. And... Look, TCU or Baylor never would have even been considered in other years. Which I'm so glad that they weren't considered, just for selfish purposes. 
my team, of course, is BYU. I, you may not have heard. Yeah, no, I, I, I've, yeah, I've heard that. BYU. BYU <laughs> they're trying to get the into. Lions? They want to get into. They need to get into the Big 12. Big 12 says, no, we don't need any help. We don't need anybody else. We're, we don't want to share our revenue with any other teams besides the 10 we have. But aren't you the Big 12? Why are you 10? It's stupid. So anyway, they don't have this championship game. They need two more teams so that they can have a championship game. Well, had they both had they gotten one or the other or both of these teams into the playoff system, I think they'd be totally content yep. holding at, at ten teams. Now they're going to have to reevaluate that. Well, look, the Big Twelve is going to have to reevaluate. They, Do we they need really should. They two had a, more teams. They had a championship yes. game for years. Yeah, and then and uh, it was now a good they deal, and now they, they don't. Them. They're still pissed at Texas A&M and Missouri for leaving. And really, their commissioner was out yesterday saying, obviously, we were penalized for not having a championship game when we were told we wouldn't. I disagree with that. I don't think they were penalized. They just <clears throat> didn't get any benefit. Oh, I hope he does believe they were penalized for not having I'm a I'm sure he game. believes it, but I'm just, I don't think that they were. I just don't think that they were penalized. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just so you didn't get anybody <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> I, the point, like, if, I would be completely for getting rid of the conference championship games completely and just mm -hmm. adding another round of the playoffs. If you playoffs. had a round so of yes. Go to I'm eight. all for that. And yes. Then go to eight, then go to 16. Get rid of the stupid oh, you know. go to 24, like like the division lower than you. At least, I think 16 is fine. Honestly, I'd be more than happy. 16, I'd be, I'd be happy totally with eight. pleased with. And honestly, totally I'm happy pleased. with four. As a person who is 30 I mean, it's better years than old, than I've gone my have. entire life. There have yeah. been years in which the number two team didn't even play in the championship it's game. That's true. And it's like, now at least mm -hmm. we're going to know. At least there's going to be some sort of uh, conclusion, which will be nice. Yeah, I will. Uh, but, you know, that's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you were like, well, we're talking about football a lot. Well, our other choice is, is the Rolling Stone rape story. And I, you know. <laughs> yeah, we kind of covered that. I do. I, I, it's a fascinating story, and we shouldn't just let it go, though. Because here is a story where. Uh, He's going to do it, Pat. Yes. I was going to go. No, you know what? Right go there. No, we're right in the middle no, of foot, uh, college football. Go ahead. I thought we were done with football. Do you have no, more I got more on football. Okay, go ahead. I got one more. I got one more bone to pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, yesterday's NFL football game between yes. uh, uh, Carolina and, and New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, Cam Newton scores a touchdown, and it's his first in I don't know how long. And he right. does that huge Superman thing yeah. that he always does yeah. right in front of one of the defenders. They haven't scored a point in seventy-five they haven't games. Scored a point in a <laughs> they're three, eight, and one. <laughs> Are you really Superman, Cam? When you've led your team to a three, eight, and one record? Four, eight, and one now. Four, eight, and one now. Mm -hmm. I, that just pisses me off. There's yeah. no place for that. Why can't these guys realize? Act like you have been there before. Or when you're not there and you're trying to get there, don't act like you're the greatest thing in the universe. And these brawls won't erupt like that. I would be pissed, too, if the guy's doing this big Superman thing in my face and they're 3-8 and eight on the season. <laughs> I, uh, it's infuriating. It, something needs to happen among the kids who are coming up because... The culture in football, and I'm not talking any race, I'm talking culture of football needs to change where people don't act like it's New Year's Eve every time they make a sack or a tackle. It's gotten so bad now that, you, yeah. okay, you made a tackle. The game's not even over yet. Go back to the line of scrimmage and line up for the next play. I hate it.
Am I the only one? Am, am I just too no. old to realize? Well, I mean, you do that sound the shenanigans that way. have got to stop. Um, you know, like I remember when I went, you know, I would play Ugh. basketball when I was, you know, a teenager, my early twenties. Like we loved trash talking. Like we thought it was the most fun thing. We would just be total jerks to everybody there, like all the time. I and mean, even when we, we would just, you know, that's what you did. It was part of the fun of it. And, you know, every old person there would be like, I can't, I remember when I was a kid, people didn't do that, and we thought it was Excuse hilarious. Excuse me, I've got yeah. to make a follow shot. But I, but hold on, <laughs> underhand? Um, but, you know, uh, to be honest, like, I, I'm i fine with that now. Like, I like, you know what I think of as people, are people like Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders wasn't a guy what a class act. who was, uh, like, you know, it's not John Riggins or something where you're going back to the old school days, you know, some evil white running back who, you know, just ran through everybody. Like, it, he was he's the mm. best ever he's the guy that everyone would point to and say is the best highlight film ever and every time when he'd score he just flipped the thing to the ref and moved yep on. gave the ball to the ref and moved on and and went back to I the like sidelines and when i love it when you're cam newton and you're a guy who's really been look i like I, to some degree like cam newton he's i think he's a likable guy he's you know he's obviously very talented but He's been an extreme disappointment and has regressed pretty much every year he's been a quarterback in the, in the National Football League. Every year since his rookie year. I mean, and yeah. it, you, can't be, you can't be bragging all the time when you're doing that. You need no. to you get your team. Come on. Uh, to be fair, they did go 12-4 and four last year, but they're doing terrible this year. Mm-hmm. You're doing terribly, although they are a half game out of the of playoffs <laughs> at 4-8-1, which is a whole other thing. And, and then the one other football note. Now, wait a minute. Weekend. You said you had one, and then we were going mean, to. I, I had two. Okay. Did anybody else see the referee fist bump after they made the call in the end zone? Or after the, after the, the Broncos scored, uh, and one of the refs raises his arms in the touchdowns uh, signal, he fist bumps with the ref next to him after the Broncos just scored a touchdown. I'm like, and so uh, one of the, the, the safety, on this, the safety for, for uh, was it Buffalo they were playing? Yeah, the Buffalo safety is like, uh, after the game, all pissed off because hey, are we playing? Because um, there's eleven, there's eleven players and nine refs. Are we playing twenty against eleven now? Because the refs are all for the Broncos. Was well, kind of weird because you don't usually fist bump after somebody scores a touchdown. Now the NFL's argument is that they fist bumped because they made the right call uh-huh. on on him getting across the goal uh-huh. line or. Some mechanics of what they called were right. It's possible, I guess. I mean, uh, it's possible. It's doubtful. I think they're looking at the, they're looking at it the, the uh, different. They should certainly shouldn't do it for appearances' sake. No. But they're looking at the game completely differently than the fan is. Yeah, I mean, how like much they, money do they have on it? We should look into that. We should look into that. You should know, being <laughs> the bookie to so many. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I didn't see it. I only saw the headline. Um, but uh, it, it, I it's hard to believe that they're going to be celebrating a Broncos touchdown on the field. It, it, it is. is. It is, but it looked bad. Yeah. It looked bad. You should probably avoid that, I would think. Avoid even the appearance. 888 beck 888-727-BECK. All right, you want to talk rape? All right, now? so let's go to the rape story. Rape. Oh, we're out of time. 888-727-BECK. No. <laughs> Back with more in just a second here on the Patents Stew Uplifting Experience. It is? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. People are talking about it. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, my they can't, they can't say that. They're like, oh, you guys. You guys are like, ooh, wow. Mm. Mm. That's what they say a lot. Awesome. You guys. Mm. Oh, oh, you guys? Man.
walk us through this hour. <laughs> okay. Um, That's how interviewers do. We don't explain that very often yeah. anymore, but what the interviewers well, do when they're not really through. interested. Uh, Pat, walk us, walk us through, through your book your and book. why you wrote it. <laughs> and a lot of the things in it. Can you walk us Can through you? the stuff that you wrote in that book you have? Because I didn't look at any of the topics. I, I didn't read it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I didn't do any prep on this. Mm -hmm. Walk us through your book, if right. you would. Walk us through your book, <laughs> what influenced you, your life experiences. <laughs> and then the person goes, okay, uh, well, okay, I wrote well. the book. It's about... Sandwiches. Uh, Walk us I, through what a sandwich is made of. Um, well, it's just two pieces of bread. Like in between, there's a lot of stuff. Usually, it's really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's really fascinating. Uh, <laughs> I wish we had more time. <laughs> Jeffy, walk us through the next segment with our next interview. Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> no, we don't have Great. time for that. Sorry, we don't have time. We um, don't have time. I was, uh, I was listening to, this is just this total offshoot from what we're talking about, but I was listening to Fox News this morning, and, and a lot of times we have guests on, and we'll be like, uh, you know, we only are... We have them booked for, like, you know, a segment. And we'll go in there and we'll be like, oh, we have all this stuff to do. Let's just do the segment, the interview in, like, five minutes. And, you know, we'll do the thing in five minutes and it'll be fine. And we'll move on. And, like, inevitably somebody says, well, we were inviting them on. It's, you know, it's only five minutes. I listened to Fox News do an interview with Scott Walker this morning. Scott Walker, a star of the Republican Party, like one of these up-and-coming guys, might be president in 2016. What are you, they must have had him on for 11 seconds. This guy, they're like, uh, so what's going on with uh, this lawsuit? I think like uh, immigration lawsuit. Well, we think it's really wrong, and uh, Obama himself said a lot of these things about it. All right, thank you very much, Scott Walker. It was seriously like two and a half minutes. Wow. It was so short. Wow. I was like, I can't believe this guy decided, like agreed to come on for this interview. It was on like via satellite. And it's like, I guess, I, you know, I was waiting for them to go, walk us for your opposition, through your opposition of uh, whatever the hell you're talking about, Scott. Uh, but they didn't do that. They actually asked him questions. <laughs> but, well, Pat, walk us through this hour. Well, uh, Stu, let me ask you something. Did you see the Discovery special last night, Eaten Alive? No. What a spectacular it was. It was monumental in its non-monumentalness. Mm -hmm. uh, Put that really nice. I think the problem with this special, we talked a little bit about on radio, it was, it was the promise versus performance. They promised that a guy was going to be eaten alive. And then you get to the show and, well, here's what, here's what happened. Are, are these the highlights of... Yeah, here we go. Okay. Here's the snake. Uh... There's his tonsils, I guess. Okay, so the guy's complaining he can't feel his arm. She's squeezing hard. Paul, are you okay? Yeah, you guys need to get in here. Okay, he wants us to come in. Already he wants them to come in. Okay, okay. And here they come to the rescue. Trying to pull the snake off of him. Watch it, watch it. Get his helmet off. All right. And then they free the guy from the snake. Now he's breathing. Okay. Phew, that was a close one. Except not really. What? How fast they came to his rescue. I know. Well, what, wait a minute. What but no, they think was going to happen? Though? And also, they didn't come fast, right? He's like, uh, someone's going to have to get in here. Isn't at that point the time you go in? <laughs> yeah. They wait for him to say, like, five more things, and then they finally go in. And then they go in there and they rip that thing off. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Of course it was going to hurt. You're getting eaten by a snake. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I can't believe. This guy's supposedly some snake expert. And 
this was a big experiment on what it was going to be like to be inside a snake. Well, first you got to be devoured by the snake. Do you think that's going to be a fun process? <laughs> what do you? What do you think? The snake is just going to come up and and gently swallow you? Okay, that's it. Somebody's got to come and get me. Uh, not yet. You're not all the way in. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, not yet. This is called eaten alive. Okay, it's called eaten alive. You haven't even been, you haven't even been bitten yet, <laughs> let alone eaten yeah. and swallowed. Uh, I thought seriously, with all the hype, all I the buildup, all the, all the previews of the show, a special suit. It made it look like the guy was going to be swallowed whole by a snake, and then you were going to see the innards of the snake, right? right? And then, in fact, they said. Attached to him is like a, a sort of umbilical cord where they're going to have to pull him out of the snake after he's been devoured by the snake. That's how they were going to get him out. You just got wrapped up and then, oh, I'm sorry, I'm being squeezed. <laughs> yeah, it's an anaconda. That's what they do to their prey. My arm, my arm. <laughs> Move it. We'll be in in a second. What are you talking about? Well, plus, That's especially because you're wearing body special. armor. Yeah, yeah he's got like a suit on. Um, uh, now, I dumb. do not say this to 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 act as if I'm elevating myself above oh, the room. Boy. Okay, I, oh, boy. I will be honest with you. Like, I think coming up soon is the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I really want to watch it. Okay, oh. I have no standards here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, but it is sad that anyone wants to watch this, right? Like, why? It's on earth. Does anyone want to watch a person get eaten by a snake? snake. It's a huge curiosity factor of what it would be like to be swallowed by a snake. (laughs) Who hasn't thought about that? It would be terrible. That's what it would be like. I'd never thought of it until they brought it up. Right. But then I thought about it. I thought, yeah, I'd like to see that. that, Yes. I'd love to see that. I mean, whatever it is, you want to take a look at least once, right? Now, should people be pissed? I I don't know. Maybe based on, I mean, you didn't pay anything for it. So, and the guy fortunately is alive, and you want him to live. Yeah, like I don't think it, you want him hurt. Although I don't know if that's the case with the entire audience. I think there's yeah, a large right. part of people who are like, you know what? If he gets eaten, he might die. That'll be really cool. <laughs> that would not be. <laughs> That'd be really cool to see. The guy'd be dead. Yeah, that that part would not be cool. No. And then so. everyone, and then afterwards, when he dies, everyone would be like. What have we come to? Yeah, I can't believe that people Why would we let this happen. Would, I would watched get the whole thing. Right? Yeah, and they all watched the whole thing, and they all were into it, and yet they're all complaining about it. I, I don't know. There's something very weird about this one, though. It's it's like you know, it's kind of on that realm to me of like when animals attack. Remember when there was that whole phase yeah. of things that were on like Fox all the time, and it would just be like, here's a deer kicking a child in the face. You say, why the hell would I want to watch that? That I don't want to watch. Uh, you know, that's like the America's Funniest Home Videos and stuff. Horrible. When, when people are, like, there's a guy dancing on, on a fence, and then he falls and lands right between his legs. That, to me, is not funny. Yeah. That's not hysterical. That's horrific. He's a dad playing, throwing a ball with his son, I, and his son hits a baseball right back and hits him in the groin. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. I, I don't like it when people slip and slam their head. or I, I don't like any of that stuff yeah, either. There's some, uh, so. there's some viral video going around right now in which there's a girl in college age, and she's asleep. It's not on Jeffy's site. It's a completely different story. I've got and, a couple of them. No, I, know, I don't want to. <laughs> so she's asleep, and someone has turned on a vacuum and is putting the vacuum really close to her face. And then it, and she's asleep. And then it latches onto her face. Like so, imagine being asleep, <laughs> having a vacuum attached to your lips. And then they pull the thing away. And she's like, 
you know, like, and her lips are all getting. That's really funny. And then it cuts out, and then like, I, I mean, a, it's I not funny at all. A, I don't know if it's real. It's a lot of these things are these are fake. You know, these they, they put a silencer on the vacuum. No, but it's, it's, it was it wasn't a super loud one. It was a you know maybe a smaller <laughs> one. I don't know. Um, but the point is though, like I. I don't. I don't like watching stuff like that. I don't like it, and I really don't like the idea of someone doing it. Like the idea that you would stick a vacuum onto someone's face as they're sleeping to me is like, no, it's no. There's no harm done as far as like she's not going to die, and she probably thought the video was hilarious and was probably completely for posting it on YouTube if it was real. But it's like there's some weird element there of like I don't want to get involved in that stuff. What happens when the suction kicks in and and gloms onto her face? She's very she surprised. Or? No, it just cuts out before that. She's just very surprised, horrified. I mean, she she feels as if she's being attacked. Is what happens. Yeah. Which is what would happen when you were to sleep and someone put a vacuum on your face. I wouldn't probably like it. No. I wouldn't like that. Good safety tip for you guys. Don't do that to me. <laughs> don't ever try. I, I well, the only time we ever see you asleep way. is in a meeting, so I don't think that. <laughs> and there's no vacuum. Stand. There's no vacuum. We can get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I, I just it's it's a little I don't know. There's that weird culture right now, and this is again us talking like we're a hundred, and I understand that, and I'm fine with it. But there's that strange cult- culture of like if you can catch someone in that really horrific moment, if there's that that thing that you shouldn't see that you see, like that is the thing that seems to sell online and. Uh, Pain and suffering. <laughs> we know, we know you do, Jeffy. Thank we you, understand. Jeffy. We got. We it. know what you do for a living. I, I don't know how much. This is not part of your. Jeffy does not get sure. paid to be here. We should point that out at this time. <laughs> we don't want him here. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Also, let me just get um, into this rape uh, story again. Uh, yeah, so we don't have here, time for that. Okay, what we time. have time for is the uh, W. Bush talking about the uh, Clintons. Have you seen this? Did you read about this? I do. I do want to do this rape thing, though. Yeah, at we some don't point. Have time. Well, I wish that's, we did. See, I should. I, get, I should put myself on record saying something like that. I do want to do this rape thing. No, um, I do want to no, do this. Get you in trouble talking like that. I probably would. This is a situation in which uh, we have to address the Washington Post op-ed, okay. which says that you should automatically believe all rape victims, even if you have no idea whether they're telling the truth or not. Okay. Um, so we'll have that coming up at some point here. We're going to do that next. But first, here's George Bush talking about the Clintons. This drives me out of my mind. You've often referred to Bill Clinton, and you talked about his relationship with your father and how it developed, and your mother as well, and he's your brother from another mother. <laughs> what does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> my sister-in-law. <laughs> Interesting. And do you think that your brother could run against your sister-in-law? Yeah, and I think he'd beat her. Do you? I do. She's formidable. Very much so. No question. So is he, though. So you'll take that bet? Absolutely. You think she'll run? Of course, you're not going to make it because you're an objective newscaster. That's what I'm asking you. Uh, Do I think she'll run? I have no clue. I have no clue. But I know this, that like Jeb, she knows what it's like. Uh, And she's she's taking her time. She's got a new complicating factor, and that is she's a grandmother, and like you... And like me, from the grandfather's side, she's going to understand the joys of, of what it's like. And Just being available. Absolutely. Yeah. And it'll, it'll enrich their lives like no other event uh, has. And, uh, but both, both folks will make, uh, yeah, she'd be a formidable candidate, no question. It's, uh, I, I don't understand the coziness between the two of them. Bill Clinton, uh, I mean, just savaged him mm-hmm. every time he spoke about the guy all during his presidency 
uh, Bill Clinton went against the sort of tradition of former presidents not bad-mouthing current presidents because of the respect for the office. Completely went against that. He was one of the first to ever do that. And Carter has made it art for him. And Carter <laughs> has taken yeah. it to a, a new level. Yeah, it really has. But between the two of them, they're despicable. How do you then cozy up to this guy? He's your brother now all of a sudden? How is that possible? When you're so different ideologically, when you know the body of work of this guy and his wife, and now he's a brother from another mother? Come on. What, what is that? Yeah, I mean, I don't really get it. In that particular clip, he's really not embracing Hillary as much as saying... He's embracing Bill. He definitely embraces Bill. Um, the Hillary thing is interesting. The thing that's scary, the scariest part of that is that it does seem like they are legitimately considering yeah, 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 yeah. a Jeb Bush presidency. And I, I, oh, it's going to happen. He, you he's think going he's to run. run. Yeah, I do believe that. Yeah, he'll run. Hillary will run. That'll be the choice we'll probably that is, have. Uh, that's suicide-inducing, at least politically. Yeah, it's awful. At least. Sad news with that clip right there is that Candy Crowley has uh, got the boot from CNN now. The boot, or did she leave? What? Yeah, 27 years. Goodbye. Have a nice day. They booted her? Uh, or did she leave? Uh, has <laughs> she announced what she's Jeffy, doing? I don't know the answer. For CNN. That's the Jeffy. T I don't yeah. know the answer to your question, right. Nancy. <laughs> I don't. Like, he's acting if he's pondering some real internal thing he's going back and forth on. What should I really say about what I know on the internet? Well, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't know, know anything. anything. I don't know that part of the story, but I just want to make this like I did. So? Oh, if I say it, uh, I can't tell you everything that I know, Pat, but I will say this, uh, that uh, she's she going to no be... Longer uh, she no longer works. She no Let's longer just works. put it that way. <laughs> It's like, wait, actually, you're putting it that way because that's the only thing you know about the story. Yeah, there's more of that coming up, too. Yeah, am I right? Am I right? Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see about that. I think you'll see there's more. Hey, is that a star? Walk us through this, uh, you know, whole thing that you're about to do. <laughs> All right. So uh, I actually, this story is uh, is actually fascinating and a story, you know, we should love. We should all love. Everyone mm -hmm. should love this story. Why? Because it seems that a brutal gang rape didn't occur. Uh, I do so love that. we are all happy about this. And uh, while it's nice, you know, a lot of people were focusing on the fact that the media has made this huge mistake and all these people on the left who said that we were hate mongers for questioning it were proven wrong and all that's fine. But the best thing is there was no actual rape. It doesn't seem like, at least in the way that it was told uh, and certainly on an annual basis as the right to a fraternity. Um, you know the UVA story, we've talked about it uh, before, where this woman was supposedly, reportedly raped. She told Rolling Stone this amazing story, which they uh, converted into a 9,000-word article, largely praised by the media and rarely questioned um, by the media. And uh, now we kind of find out afterwards uh, that a lot of the details, a long way due to the reporting of the Washington Post, as well as uh, some conservatives uh, who just didn't buy the story exactly, um, they have now retracted the story. 
uh, the, uh, you know, Rolling Stone is, it, look, it's a joke. Rolling Stone is a joke long before this. They don't have any credibility anyway. I don't even think, let's be honest about this, does Rolling Stone have credibility with music even anymore? No. Like, I can't remember the last time I heard about something, you know, Mm-mm. cool and new and innovative in the music world from Rolling Stone, let alone what they're doing on the pages of their supposed journalism. Um, so, Well, I mean, Rolling Stone, musically, forget about journalism, Musically, they've always been way too hip for uh, the room. I mean, they've always been, uh, the greatest album ever made was uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, <laughs> along with a Dead Kennedy uh, concert. When, they do, when, they, when those two bands got together, uh, it was the greatest album ever yeah, made. Yeah, they, uh, shut up. There's that element. Yeah. Nobody likes that crap. And shut not, up. Although they, they've done everything. You know, didn't they have Lady Gaga on one of the covers? I mean, like, they're not exactly... Uh, I, I mean, it's kind of changed. The, yeah. yeah they've, they've included some pop or some music that people are familiar with. Yeah, and look, uh, but, they're, they're also... Like, yeah, but like the 100 greatest, you know, CDs of all time. Oh, look or, what they are. Yeah. Look what they are. A lot and of look are. how many you agree with. Yeah. It's going to be a scant few. The other part of this is, too, it's, you know, it's it's... It's a magazine about music. It's not exactly mm-hmm. on the cutting edge anymore. You know, I mean, it's and so they are trying to keep themselves relevant, which is fine. They've done a lot mm-hmm. of reporting on the on war and all these other controversial topics, and some of it's been praised and some of it's been panned. But this, you know, is the latest example of a, a disaster for them. Um, they hired this reporter who's had multiple run-ins with uh, journalistic ethics in the past, and again, it did not pay off. Um, but now it's interesting to see the rest of the media who immediately ran to support the story with no questioning of it whatsoever, trying to figure out what the hell happened and what, where we should go in the future. Um, two, uh, two of these I'll give you. One is from Politico. This is the better, we're going to start with the better example. The example of... Wouldn't it be nice... The less if, offensive if what they What they rushed to... And admitted to was, um, yeah, we got this story completely wrong because we're liberal douchebags who always think the worst of humanity. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Just admit to what it is. And that's what it is. Yeah. I, I, I'll give you an example. I, um, I can give you an example of legitimately where this has happened to me. Because it's, it's important to come up with a, a situation. I did not believe at all that Mark Sanford was doing anything illicit when those rumors first came out. When he, I was a big Mark Sanford supporter. I thought he was a, uh, a he was a, and he actually really was a really good governor. Um, he's a really mm-hmm. conservative guy. He ran his state really well. When they started saying, "Oh, he's missing," and then it was, "He's on the Appalachian Trail," I'm like, well, "You thought it was political?" I like thought I did. It, yeah, I thought it was political. I thought mm-hmm. it was relax. Let this guy explain what's going on. Don't just jump to the conclusion he's doing something crazy. And then he was doing something crazy. Mm-hmm. And at the time and now, I admit that I probably let my preconceived notions of a guy who I thought was really good get in the way of really analyzing that situation. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, that's not something to hang yourself over, but it is something to notice when you do it and make sure in the future you don't do it. And then later on, I'm trying to think of another example of, of somebody, but we've seen a lot of Republicans get into trouble. I, have, I make sure now. Wait a minute. I remember that time before. Uh, you know, like, I, you know, I'm thinking of uh, what's his face? Uh, Senator uh, Larry Craig is one of the examples, although that one, I think, predated um, uh, the Sanford thing. But there's there's been situations like that. Uh, maybe the situation with um, uh, the guy who was using drugs. He was a congressman and he was using drugs fairly recently. Like, I no longer believe I, you know, I want to see the, the I want to see the truth come out. And that's a, that's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. I learned through a mistake what the right thing to do in the future is. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're in this stupid business we're in. 
Um, this is Politico, and, and so their their article is why we believe Jackie's rape story, and they go through this um, you know long retelling of the situation, and they say this uh, as to where they stand now. I am drained. I am confused, but I, am, I keep returning to one question. If everyone here believed Jackie's story until yesterday, the story in which she is violently raped by seven men at a fraternity house as part of a planned initiation ritual, should we not still be concerned? Yes, you should be concerned about uh, your problem with not accepting reality. <laughs> yes, we are concerned about that mm -hmm. one. Um, there was something in the story which stuck, and that means something. Yeah, it means that there's preconceived, notion, preconceived notions in the media. Mm -hmm. People who are, have already made their minds up before they start reporting. Yeah. And that's a big problem. That's not a problem with rape culture. It's a problem with you. It's a problem with you and the media today. And it's a problem that they, they wanted desperately to believe the rape culture. They desperately want to believe that one in five women oh. are raped on college campuses. And this is part of what's frustrating, frustrating me. You go into this, you have this rape story, it, it blows up in your face. Don't you start maybe questioning a little bit? Maybe like, so you let's think. Right. Yeah. What, what does she say in the next paragraph? The University of Virginia, like most American universities, has a problem with rape. Current estimates, cited the, earlier this year by Vice President Joe Biden, hold that one in five women will be sexually assaulted while in college. In the same article in which they, their accusation is blown up, they're citing the faulty statistic that created the environment for this to be accepted in the first place. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Um, it goes on to, uh, to uh, say, what does it say that we read an article in which an 18-year-old girl was, was raped, and they go into detail about that, and we thought, that might just be right. What is it? Well, it's you blindly accepting it because it agrees with your narrative. That's what yeah, it is. That's what it is. Now, that's offensive to me. I mean, to, to, to blindly just say, okay, to a girl who was raped for three hours on broken glass and then came out unharmed physically, obviously mentally you'd be torn apart, but you can't be raped on a bed of broken glass and come out not bleeding profusely. Yeah, she's now Can saying, you? well, I was, I, we broke the glass, but then I moved over to the, they moved me over to the carpet. That's her new excuse on that one. Because that wasn't the excuse in the beginning. It was not. That the was excuse. not the part. That was not. Because didn't wasn't she claiming it was the broken glass she was on top of? I think so. Yeah. Because she, she, well, yeah, she said that she and other reports had said that she was scarred. But, you know, I, I don't know how it wouldn't be much worse than described. Yeah. Now, look, we don't know what happened to this woman. Maybe she was assaulted. She may have been. I don't know. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like her stories, if anything, she's seemingly forgotten a lot about her own experience, um, which is odd. It's odd. Um, now, this one, the political one is bad enough. This one is much worse. Now, this is, and oddly enough, from the Washington Post, the, the paper that did the best reporting on this from a mainstream media perspective. And it was really the reason, because, you know, uh, the Blaze could have printed, printed the exact same things Washington Post printed, and they would have never retracted their story, uh, Rolling Stone. But, but they did because the Washington Post did it. Their headline, again, it's a, it is an op-ed uh, from Zerlina Maxwell. Um, she writes about domestic abuse, sexual assault, and gender, in, gender inequality. She says, um, and this is the, I'm going to give you the original headline, no matter what Jackie said, the rape victim, we should automatically believe rape claims. Now, they've changed that to generally, but it was automatically initi uh, initially. They go through this. Listen, I mean, can you believe how ridiculous this is? Many people, because of the way this story has now turned around and shown to be very, uh, you know, suspect. suspect at the very least. 
Many people will be tempted to see this as a reminder that officials, reporters, and the general public should hear both sides of the story and collect all the evidence before coming to a conclusion in rape cases. No, that's outrageous. This is what we mean in America when someone is innocent until proven guilty. After all, look what happened to those Duke lacrosse players. In important ways, this is wrong. Now, in important ways was added. It was not there. It used to just say, this is wrong. So... We should look at people innocent until proven guilty. This is wrong. We should believe, as a matter of default, what an accuser says. Ultimately, the costs of wrongly disbelieving a survivor far outweigh the cost of calling someone a rapist. Even if Jackie fabricated her account, UVA should have taken her word for it during the period while they endeavored to prove or disprove the accusation. This is not a legal argument about what standards we should use in the courts. It's a moral one about what happens outside the legal system. And she goes on to illustrate it. What would happen if you if you accused someone of rape? Quote, the accused would have a rough period. He might be suspended from his job. Friends might defriend him on Facebook. Good gosh. In the case of Bill Cosby. Unreal. The case of Bill Cosby. We might have to stop watching his shows, consuming his books or buying tickets to his traveling stand up routine. You know, take away his livelihood. But false accusations are exceedingly rare, and errors can be undone by an investigation that clears the accused. Can they, really? Can they? Can they? If, if you're accused of rape, can you ever recover from that? If you're accused, and you just automatically believe the accuser, just every time the accuser is right, because you that's your know. default position, yeah. and, and the uh, accused loses their job, loses their livelihood, loses their friends, not just on Facebook, you would lose actual friends because everybody believes right you might lose your marriage you might lose your family i mean that is unbelievable so whimsical unbelievable forget all that throwing away his life you know so what yeah of course you should automatically believe him because you know the downside of calling someone a fake rapist is what? Oh, well, they just take lose some friends on Facebook. Uh, their right. Twitter followers go down for a couple of weeks, and then it, it's, that's not what happens. It's you really lose not. your reputation forever. Forever. Forever you are branded a rapist. You and you know what? That's, it's a powerful charge. It e- should be that powerful. Even if it came out now that, oh, by the way, Bill Cosby didn't do any of that stuff. It wouldn't ever get the kind nope. of attention this other stuff has gotten. He has forever lost whatever. And, you know, maybe he deserves it, because I don't know if he did it or not. I don't know either. But if he doesn't deserve it, he's forever lost his reputation. Well, here's the situation. We have a way to handle rape claims in this country. It's called the freaking justice system. Yeah. And when you get raped, I know people say, well, it's very difficult for people to come and come to, those, you know, come to the police for those charges. It absolutely is. That's unfortunately the only way we could freaking handle it. And I'm sorry. It's not the best system in the world, but it's do the only, that, yeah. That's the only recourse we, any of us have yeah. to then go ahead and believe you. Yeah, and it's like, if you don't do that, we can't. We can't help. This society help. is yeah. not capable of handling it. Because no. you look at what's happened. No Bill Cosby's a great example. Is. They say, well, look, in the case of Bill Cosby, people might not go to a few of his shows, maybe lose is some Facebook. Uh, actually, what's happened is there's never been an accusation proved against this guy. There's been a yeah. few people throwing around the same rumors for decades. And this guy, 50 years after the charges, is still trying to re- rehabilitate his character. Now, if he is a rapist, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he has no character left. But if he's not innocent until proven guilty, this person, his life has been destroyed by these accusations. And a couple of the people, right, have tried to sell their stories to make money yes. on yeah. the, the sale of, I was raped. 
as yeah. is often oh. the case. And look, and there may be somebody, in, there may be multiple people he's done this to. I don't know. We don't know with Cosby. But I would, I would be surprised if by the end of this, there are also aren't people who, have, are, who are saying it's happened and haven't, it hasn't happened to. Someone will jump on this bandwagon because that's what people do. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not pretty and it shouldn't be accepted. The, 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 the right thing is not to say we should automatically accept them. It's that we should automatically take them seriously. We should automatically take rape, take rape claims seriously. The accusation against Virginia in this fake story was that they didn't take it seriously. And look, you have to take it seriously. It's not something you brush off and say, well, you know what, you'll lose your, you'll lose your reputation around campus. You have to take it seriously, but you have to look at it on an individual level and realize that two people's lives are being affected by this, not one, mm -hmm. two. Uh, and, you know, if the person is guilty of rape, I could I'd execute the people. I don't care. But if they are not, you can't just whimsically throw away their lives because you think you should automatically jump to one person's side or the other. Use the evidence and come to a conclusion. Triple eight seven two seven bet More patents do come up. It's a segment of spoons where we taste test a new food. And we have to move pretty quickly here as so we're a little short on time. Here's what I would describe these two, these two Pringles. I've actually already eaten these so because I bought them at home. Um, this, these are white chocolate Pringles, and these are cinnamon sugar Pringles. Uh, these are uh -huh. new. Here, why don't you start? Uh, so you purchased by buying the white chocolate and threw the can away after one chip? Or? Uh, no, I ate the entire, uh, the entire thing. All right, white chocolate. Now, of course, I didn't get a chance to explain it because Pat already ate the chip. Oh, I thought I was supposed to. I said, pull a few out of the... I thought we were supposed to eat it now, too. <laughs> this is, these are the worst segments. <laughs> uh, here, take some of these, too. Um, so my, here's my sell on these, before, maybe before you release your opinion on them. All right. Because um, I think normally you think chocolate-covered potato chip. You think, like, Gross. it's chocolate, and then there's a little burst of saltiness maybe somewhere in there, but it's overwhelmingly chocolate. These are the reverse. They're, like, more potato chip uh -huh. than they are. These are the reverse. Now you're eating the second kind of variety already. I thought you told me to. No, I. Not <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, you do. Uh, 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 All right. Yeah. So. All right. So I love the white chocolate ones. What I get with the white chocolate one is like a little burst of white chocolate, and then it turns into a potato chip. It's not all chocolate. Do you, you, just, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's mm -hmm. very subtle. Do you, uh, so, Jeffy, what's your uh, thought on those? Mm. Second one was delicious. Uh, Which one was that? Uh, the cinnamon. Uh, the cinnamon. The white chocolate's pretty good though. You like They're it? both delicious. You like the white chocolate one, too? I love the white chocolate one. Mm. Oh, my God. And the cinnamon one is pretty good, too. I like the cinnamon and sugar, too. The cinnamon and so sugar good. ones are awesome. Holy crap. These are both really good. They're mm. both really good. good. You knocked it out of the park with these. I love yeah. them. These Seriously. are both great. Uh -huh. White chocolate, I would not think, is a good flavor for a potato chip. Yeah. But it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. I like cinnamon and sugar, sugar bigger, I think. would work. But I like the brown sugar and cinnamon. Cinnamon sugar. That works on everything. Tastes like cinnamon toast. Is what it tastes, yeah. tastes like. It's yeah. very cinnamon toast. If you put cinnamon sugar on anything, you can't go wrong. You could pour yeah. syrup on these bad boys. You could. Um, if you see here, by the way, a lot of people get fooled by this. Really like good. Multiple people that I talk to, they see these like little, the little white chocolate like stems, mm. and they think they're sticks, but they're not. This is just, they they're not. just normal chips inside. Why are they lying to us on the package like that? They're liars. 
They're lying liars who lie. I don't know, but they're freaking, these are good chips, man. But now, they're really good, though. I really like the yes, white chocolate are. ones, but these cinnamon sugar ones are really good, too. Yes, they are. These are, I these are home recommend. Runs. These are home runs. Home runs. This might be one of the better things we've ever had on spoons. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is like valuable franchise on spoons. <laughs> Everyone's talking about what the best thing we've ever had on spoons. <laughs>